Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk Today. I'm here to do another film review. This one is for Annihilation. It was released uh, in the UK and Canada and Australia on Netflix and in America uh, in the cinemas. Basically, I think what happened was Paramount was like nervous it wouldn't make enough money or something in like overseas and stuff. Uh, So Netflix picked it up internationally, I guess. Um, like they, they do with some other stuff like Black Lightning and that. Um, but it is a really cool science fiction mystery horror-ish um, kind of uh, film, which is really, really cool. Uh, it stars Natalie Portman, who's obviously from like Star Wars, and she's been in Thor and some other things like that. Um, it, it, ha- it also has the mother from Atypical, which is the Netflix original show. Um, that's the that's the one about the boy with um, autism, and she plays the uh, the boy's mother in that in the, um, that Netflix series, which uh, has a first season out at the moment. Um, and she's kind of the boss in a way of this group. Um, the basic plot of the film, and what what I'll do is I'll do a spoiler free take, and then I'll like give you a warning, and then do spoiler stuff because there's plenty to talk about in both. I think. Um, but it's essentially about um you get two different timelines one where natalie portman's character uh, i think her name is laura i may have that wrong um but it's about um like she you see her sort of not under duress but she's like sitting in this chair she looks all confused as if she's had some kind of like memory loss or something and then this guy is asking her about presumably her team because he asks her about all these different people uh, and it, she says oh like this happened to them this happened to them and that sort of thing um it's about her husband that also goes missing as well can't get into that because that's spoilery stuff um, and basically she gets recruited to this team to go into this sort of, uh, basically just this place, uh, I can't remember if they give you a name or not, at least it wasn't used very prominently, uh, and she has to go in there with a team to find data, so basically, quite a basic, um, plot and premise, and, um, it looks really, really good, it's got a lot of, um, small action scenes but in good sort of bursts uh you sort of get an action scene and the play the um characters sort of calm down a bit and then they talk about stuff that's happening um and that's really really good from there uh it features some like horror elements which i'll get into in the in the spoiler stuff um it's got a lot of sort of mystery about the things that happen uh it's got um natalie portman's character kind of becomes 
the leader of this group, sort of. Um, even though she's like only just got there, but I guess she kind of sort of plays the main character. Um, and you know, it's Natalie Portman. It's their their lead actress for the film. Uh, at least that's what I'm assuming from how the film played out and the marketing and stuff. Um, and yeah, the team go in there. They discover some stuff. They have to kill a few things. They discover some other mystery and horror stuff. And um, they basically take it from there, and then it gets weirder, and then it gives you some unexplained stuff. Um, I got some, like, I listened to Bold Moon's review of it, and they basically said um, that, they basically said that it felt a little um, alien, is it Alien Covenant, the, the most recent alien film that came out, I think it was last year. Um, which apparently a lot of people were, like disappointed with and stuff, but it basically basically said that it was what that film should have been, and I kind of get what they mean because of the stuff from the Alien franchise that I've consumed at least, like the games and stuff. Um, so I get what they mean in terms of like the exploration, exploration, and like discovering these weird things. And, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's very mysterious as well. And it gets more mysterious as it goes along. Um, and it doesn't give you every single answer. Um, and there's like room for a sequel if they decide to make one. You could also end it where it does end as well. Um, it does give you... It gives you enough answers as to what's mainly happen, happening in the plot. But it still leaves you with questions. So I guess um, take that as you will from your own interpretation. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed it. I don't have a whole lot more spoiler-free stuff to to say. But uh, if you live, I think, basically in the US, which doesn't include Canada uh, in this instance, uh, it's available in the cinemas. It should still be. I think it's only been out for a couple of weeks over there. Um, but if you live in, like, Canada or Australia or the UK, those are at least the three countries that I know that it's come to Netflix. I don't know about, like, other countries as well. Um, that's just the main um, countries that I found out about. Um, then go and check it out on Netflix. Of course, get a subscription. It's worth it anyway for all the dozens of things that are on Netflix. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. It's an hour, it's an hour fifty-five minutes, so it's it's just long enough. There's a little bit. This is one of them films where one of them pieces of entertainment, I guess, where it's got a slow build up. Um, and a slow sort of start, but if you can get past that, which is like the first 20 minutes or so, I want to say, it really rewards you from what happens in in the second half of the film, or I guess the next part of it after that. Uh, so yeah, go and check it out on Netflix or in the cinemas, depending on where you live. If it's not available either of those places, uh, then I guess just look up where it is near you. Um, but I would assume it's like Netflix international so outside of the US I'm not sure but have a look around uh, see if you can find it where wherever you live um, I don't know if I'm going to put any music in here I don't think I'm going to I'll do sort of a countdown from five because uh, there is some very spoilery stuff that happens um, so I'm going to go into spoilers now but what I'm going to do before I do that is uh, tell tell you that you can find us in entertainmenttalk.org we're doing The Walking Dead at the moment we are doing iZombie we're doing the DC shows Gaming Talk uh, I did a review of Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus today which is the PS4 remake uh, video game so you can have a look at those as well um, and some other stuff that's coming out you know, past, present and future as well so head over to entertainmenttalk.org of course follow us on Twitter, Facebook all that usual cool stuff 
uh, check your description for all of those. Um, but I'm going to count down from five now, and then, uh, so get ready to, if you haven't seen this film, get ready now, take your phone out your pocket or whatever, and get ready to pause the podcast or switch it off, whatever you need to do, or pull out your headphones, whatever you need to do to, uh, stop the podcast, um, because I'm going to go into spoilers now, so five, four, three, two, one, spoilers, so, um, there is some very mysterious stuff in this film, like I discussed, like I talked about. Uh, you've got the boy. What would you even call it? The uh, the thing that Natalie Portman's character comes across at the end. It kind of it mirrors her movements. It like slams her up against the door. Um, I have a theory about the sort of movements as to why that happened. I'll explain. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But um, it's got that that happens. You have these uh, flashbang type grenades. Not 100% sure what they are. But they make you sort of do something. Or make the other version of yourself come out. That was all That was all a little bit confusing. And that could have been explained a bit more. But, um, but yeah that could have been maybe explained a little bit better. But that was sort of the, the mystery of the film. That's left up to your own interpretation. So take that for what you will I suppose. Um, there's also the bear kind of thing that comes into that room when the, when the people are tied up, um, because one of the team members basically loses it a little bit and sort of starts to question what's happening, which is understandable, and, uh, she decides to tie everybody up, put them in a chair, um, and there's this bear thing that comes and attacks them, and the, um member that died before has her voice screaming from the bear's mouth so the um the team member that tied them up goes to check it out of course she then gets attacked because it's this bear that is able to transmit or have the other woman's screaming voice come out of its mouth very strange but very interesting and very very cool that's a very cool idea um because you don't have to explain everything i do like sometimes when mystery says to you like okay you this is what this is get your own interpretation of it because there could be different versions and and stuff like that um but that's the thing that happens and then like she gets a jaw ripped off which is just crazy uh so that was really kind of cool in a horror-esque way that was the most horror scene that we had in in the whole film um with with that woman getting her jaw ripped off, uh, and then of course they find um, Natalie Portman's character finds the other woman and uh, sees that she's had her throat ripped out. So this thing appears to go for throats and sometimes bottom jaws. Uh, it reminds me, actually I won't spoil it. I was gonna say it reminds me of something from Until Dawn, but I won't spoil that. Even though that game has multiple paths, but anyway, um, it reminds me a bit of something what happened in that game because um, that's the only kind of these. That's the only two two occasions I've seen those kinds of deaths um so I'm guessing that it like gets your throat so it gets your vocal cords and then maybe like gets your voice somehow um again that's up to your own interpretation but the film explains the basic points of that which again I really like it's really mysterious and creepy and and kind of cool um what else is there that happens in this there's um the growth thing that they have that comes out the character's arms and stuff and you see like the different 
people that it's happened to before. And uh, they have, what would you call it? They sort of, the, the, the things come, it's a bit like if Poison Ivy attacked you. Um, and she like, I don't know, scratched your skin or something. And then you had something grow out of your arm and take over your whole body. It's kind of like that. So I, um, I do wonder if they used... I don't know, because I don't know how old the book is for this, but I wonder if they used um, Poison Ivy as any kind of influence, because she's the only character or thing that I can really think of that has similar methods like that, of having, like, using plants as a weapon, basically. Uh, Which doesn't sound very dangerous, but if you see this film and you see what Poison Ivy can do, then you know that it can be quite dangerous. Um, But that, that was really cool as well, of course, very sad and devastating because those people are now dead um because you see like multiple figures of those characters um from presumably from before of when those people were in that area uh there's also the other weird thing that happened which is um uh i say the the mother from atypical her character um is in the, the the underground bit which natalie portman's character goes into And she starts having this beam that comes out of her mouth. And this like eye thing that comes out. Again very weird. Mysterious. That part I didn't like quite as much. Because it was like okay this has no like. Narrative purpose at all. Um, I didn't really get that at all. Um, But it led to the the other thing which I was talking about. Which is the the figures that start. the, The mirror. I don't even know what you what you would call it. It's very hard for me to explain. Um, but the thing that mirrors Natalie Portman's character is like the sort of Silver Surfer, um, who's a villain from Fantastic Four. It's like a Silver Surfer version of her that then gets morphed into a twin of Natalie Portman's character, or like a different version. Very again, very strange, very weird, mysterious. And creepy and all that kind of stuff uh which again i thought was kind of cool um i understood that a lot more than the i wouldn't say a lot more i understood it a bit more i guess than than the previous scene which is with the woman in the beam and all that kind of stuff which didn't make any sense to me um but yeah that's that that's the thing that mirrored uh natalie portman's character's movements and then uh, she had to basically work out how to how to get away from it um what i think happened with the door was she goes to run away doesn't she and then she like goes to put her hand on the door handle to open it what i think happened was that thing like followed her uh maybe it broke the rules a little bit in terms of mirroring but it it basically did let's say you have two people running for a door yeah and um for whatever reason you have two people running to go to a door if they both run too fast they will hit into each other and that's basically what happened with that but it's the case that um you know if that happened with two real people the person behind would presumably bounce off a little bit and wouldn't be stuck to kind of against the wall to uh the other person but what happened with this was that that thing very much stuck to what Natalie Portman was doing um in the way that like it was exactly mirroring what she was doing and, and staying in the same position so where she's like gone to grab the door and opened it so has the other thing and then where like the, this creature has slammed into her and slammed her up against the wall with her arm up against it that's again exactly what's happened with that so that's that, that was my interpretation of that scene anyway uh, what else is it to talk about? The ending of the film. 
I guess, because uh, I've talked about everything else that was interesting. You have, like, these other scenes near the start where um, Natalie Portman is cheating on her husband. They show that twice. They don't give that any real context or meaning, so I don't have much to say about that. Uh, there was some things in this film where I was like, okay, this is happening and there's not much to it kind of thing, uh, which is okay, it didn't affect the main plot or my enjoyment of the film too much, uh, that sort of, that, the main plot of this film still stuck together for me, which was good, um, yeah, so the ending's the only other thing I have to talk about, uh, I already spoke about, like, the visuals are excellent, the acting's really good in this, the directing and the writing and everything's very, very good, um, so that all held up pretty well, um, so the ending where she goes to meet the other version of her husband, potentially, they're not quite sure, because he asks her, like, um, so she asks him if he is him, and he's like, I don't know, and then they just hug and have this weird thing in their eye, and then it ends, so, again, like, do we need more, do we need less, she's back at home now, we don't really know, do we know how she got out there? I guess she just walked out, didn't she? It wasn't on, like, another planet or something. So I guess she just walked out and, and went home. Because you see her leave that building at the end. So I guess that she just got out and just, you know, literally went back home. Um, So that that was what happened with that. Uh, and then, yeah, it just kind of ends there. So, yeah, there's some things in this film that don't make sense and aren't really needed. Again, I don't know how much influence that is from the book. Because... I didn't even know this was based on a book until after I even watched the film. Which is fine. You can still enjoy it on its own, as I did. Um, but yeah, there's some things that are like, this is what this is, have your own interpretation. And then there's other things where like, okay, this is actually part of the plot. And it's a bit mysterious and doesn't all make sense. But um, it's still really good. So yeah, it's a great film. Um, I, I really enjoyed my, my time with it. There were some things that didn't make sense, but more that did. So I enjoyed the film overall. Uh, I'm going to give it a... I'll give it a 9 out of 10. If if they'd have chopped the unnecessary parts in, and maybe either left, just left those parts out for runtime, or changed it and made it something better, um, I would have probably given it maybe a 10. Uh, but I'm going to give it a 9 for now and uh, leave it there. So if they come out with another, another film, um, I'll be sure to watch it and perhaps let you guys know what I think. Um, of course, that might be a couple of years from now. I don't know. But uh, that's my thoughts on Annihilation. Um, I already said where you can find us, entertainmenttalk.org. Follow us on all the platforms that we have, I guess. Uh, and that's it for this podcast. So thank you all for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.